Welcome in GPS to God. We are glad that you are back with us. Daniel Sanders, Stefano Patterson, Ryan Gotro, and today we brought out the big guns, the heavy hitters, the hammer, Miss Amanda Edson. I don't know about all that, but glad to be here. <laughs> we are very glad you are here to bring a great closing argument, a uh, final word, whatever kind of little phrase you want to throw on that. She is going to end the book of Job with us and bring some truth. She might go back and tell us, uh, you know, all the mistakes we made in the sure. absolutely. Yeah, that's was, There's that's a bunch of them. Just about to say. There's a bunch this of them. Probably this is not limited just to the end of this. If anything yeah. that we have said wrong, questions that you can answer, please fire away. We're gonna have three more episodes just with yes. her. Please <laughs> fire away. So. Correct. So let's us. go back to chapter one. Correct <laughs> us. Please correct us. We need direction. It's been good. <laughs> but we are so happy that she is here with us. The strikeout. Um, what was the word? Streak. The strikeout oh, yeah. streak is over. We have <laughs> come up with a hit, and it's a grand slam. I'll just say that right there. Deal. We don't need that pin anymore. But we're glad you're here. GPS to God.com is the website. You can email us, and we would love for you to do that. Reach out to us, mailroom at GPS to God.com. Find us on Instagram, all those cool kind of things. And now, without further ado, you want Ryan has wanted me to turn the clock on, so let's do that. Amanda, glad you're here. How much did you cram? I, I kind of know the answer to this, but how much did you cram before you came here today? I tried to go back and listen to as many episodes as I could. There have been a lot. Job is a big book. <laughs> it is. Y'all have had a lot of episodes. <laughs> it is. This is number so. nine. <laughs> I have to be honest that I've not listened to all of them yet. How could you? Yeah, it's fine. Could you? Join the club. I did it. Too. I did try yeah. to listen to the most recent, make sure I could catch up on what was going on, and then review Job and the things I've read about Job, and make sure I had something ready to go for tonight. Amanda has gotten a world premiere sneak peek at episode number eight. Has not been released yet, but she got an advanced copy just so she could hear what we said wrong yeah. last week. So hold on one second. So I know this is old news for us, but the last time you were here, this was a lot different. So what do you yes. think about the new this setup? This nice. To you. It's new equipment. Yeah. Like I don't really know where everything's supposed to go. Nice, yeah. nice table. I say last time, she was a sitting like over there in that area somewhere. Yeah. We, we had a metal <laughs> table. <laughs> we had a metal <laughs> table, and that's it. A black tablecloth. <laughs> Lots this, of different headphones and microphones. And yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. It was the same wood on the wall arranged in a different configuration. Yeah. But, yep. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Very, very different. I mean, all the swag on the wall, all that's new. It's good. There's a lot more going on in the room now. There is. Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. Behind the cameras were lots of, uh, yeah, lots of stuff. Mm -hmm. Lights and whistles and bells and oh my. All the stuff. All the mm -hmm. stuff. All right. Job, we're doing it. This is the final episode. It's been fun. It's changed a little bit since the beginning, the first episode of the series, yep. which is, that's fine. It's, I think it's gotten better. Some Absolutely. hard conversations. <laughs> and, you know, took us a while to get started, but, man, yeah. it has been, uh, been very good. I hope you've gone on this journey with us, and let's cap it on off. Let's do it. We are starting tonight in Chapter 38. And God comes in. Here he comes, and he is coming with some presents. I, I, not vengeance, really, but uh, he he's showing off a little bit, in my opinion. We'll get to that. We finished, uh, chapter 37 finished, rather, with Elihu. Elihu came in, gave his take on Job and the three friends and everybody. We had a lot of questions that episode. Whew, go back and listen to it. But... Uh, I have another question. Elihu leaves. He finished sp finishes speaking. <coughs> then God comes in. How much time went by? Doesn't all, say. Well, it doesn't say. That's the man. It's been been getting me the whole whole study here. Some time references would be nice. Time like, did he say his last word mm -hmm. and then the whirlwind came, or was this right. down the road? Or? Yeah. yeah. How did he? How, how did, did he show up? Like, because yeah. it just says he starts talking. How did God answer, show up? Yeah, he just says he just. Well, I got he answered Job. Well, so. how did no? I, I mean, did a cloud I got, of smoke? Well, in a whirlwind. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, chapter thirty-eight, verse number one. 
Then the Lord answered Job yep. out of the whirlwind. So I've got questions about that too. Um, Fano, he's got his hand um, up. Go I, ahead. I do have questions about that. So is it Elihu? Sounds is that how right. you would say it? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's either Elihu or Elihu, right? That's who the we two started off that way, and then I, I took a, I don't even know what I said well, last considering episode. Considering he shows up out of nowhere, I like Elihu. Elihu. <laughs> who is this guy and where gotcha. did he come from? So, yeah. so the Lord answered Job. Correct. Was Job sitting down? Though, with like, how did they know who God was talking to? I yeah. guess. Yeah. Did he say Job, and then go? Right. How if he's in a whirlwind, he couldn't have. It wasn't like a human, like eye to eye, like he could like talk. Like how did how did they know he was talking to Job? I know that sounds maybe like a dumb question. No, that's, that's not a dumb question. That's a question I did not have. Okay. But, uh, I don't have an answer for that. Right. But I want to. How did how did it? Yeah. How did the whirlwind direct towards Job to I where? Think Job was one of the only ones that was actually questioning God, okay. really, in a lot okay. of what he was saying. Like, yeah. I think the friends were kind of answering Job. Right, right. But okay. Job was the one that really was crying out to God yeah. I gotcha. and kind okay. of presenting his case and, gotcha. and saying he wanted an audience with God to yeah. kind of. Yeah. argue his case. Yeah. And okay. then he right. got one. Oh, that's oh, just yeah. my guess, though. Yeah. No, that's a good answer. No, I like that's that. A great, that's a great good guess. answer. Because like, the other... Like, was Job like sitting down when Elihu was... Right. For these past four chapters or whatever, was Job like... Yeah, because the three friends, they were saying, Job, you must have done something wrong. Right. Because yep. God wouldn't punish exactly. you if you did. Right. Right. So they were going after right. Job. Job was questioning God. Where where people are whenever oh, yeah. somebody's speaking, I guess. So I've got that's that... What I, are they all huddled up? Like was Job in the center, and they're surrounding Job. So, so my one of my so questions that I have is the same same thing. <laughs> Who else was around to see this or hear this when this when yeah. this whirlwind God in right. the whirlwind shows up? Right. Who else was around to see right. it, hear the conversation? Right. Did they hear it? Right. Or do they just see? A, they have to be close because then God references. God does the speak other, to them later. He speaks yeah. to right. them later. So did they come up? Are they there the whole time? Right. And I I don't know. Um, you know, God speaking to Job in this, do other people hear this? Something that came to my mind was Saul, when he was on the road to Damascus, Jesus shows up. Mm-hmm. The people that were with him just saw bright light. Right. But they did not hear what was being said. Right. So is this one of those kind of deals, or can That's everybody right. hear? That's what, uh, right. Man, That's, so uh, many questions. Does uh, it really make sense? Or, yeah. or not make sense? Does it really matter to the right, story? Right, right. Pro- probably not. I hate to pick through it, but since we are. Yeah, it's picking through it. It's curiosity. irrelevant. You need I the guess, details. In the grand, need grand the scheme details. of thing. I mean, who really cares? So I feel dumb. Well, I think even it makes the Bible it. more real to me because we're thinking yeah. about settings. Like, where were they sitting? This was a it's real true. thing that happened. Yeah. Sometimes we can just read it as like, oh, it's the Bible story of right. Job, instead <laughs> of like, no, it was real people right. that were yeah. sitting in the dirt or right. wherever they were. <laughs> yeah. And mm-hmm. God yeah. speaks out of a tornado. Yeah. Well, so. I think we said last week, like we imagined as we've gone through this that. They were just in Job's backyard or something when these three guys showed up because we mm-hmm. only hear about they came to visit Job, right? Right, and that's all we hear about. But right. Elihu showed up; he was listening. He said, "Right." So then it's well, are they in a public place and who's around them? And Job had referenced, you know, people spit at me, they right. smack me in the face, all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff in earlier chapters too. So. Right. Is that a time reference of, you know, these conversations go on for a long time and he's going to town right. to get whatever he needs yeah. kind of stuff? Or are they having this conversation in public right. places? Makes you think it has to be in daytime, I guess, for it to be a whirlwind. Well, I guess it could still be at night. But you wouldn't see it. Wouldn't see it, though. Yeah. So. Yeah. so it's at least during the day. I, w- I, I would, yeah, I mean. I would assume. We typically assume all these conversations are in the daytime, <laughs> right? Just our normal schedule, right? For sure. Yeah. I guess it could be it. Well, at nighttime they're Shusk. sleeping, right? <laughs> you never know. I mean, there's no electricity, right? No, I mean, exactly. they kind of live by yeah. the sun, <laughs> exactly. Back then, but yeah. yeah, how much time went by? That's been a common theme. It has. Um, let, let's let's talk a little bit here about verse two, chapter thirty-eight, because God comes in. Swinging. Who is this that darkens counsel by words without knowledge? That's kind of something that uh, um, Elihu brought up as mm-hmm. well. One of the things he said to Job that you're questioning without knowledge. And then uh, verse number three. 
This is God <laughs> speaking. Dress for action like a man. I will question you, and you make it known to me. I I, I was uh, I trembled a little bit when I heard that. Like, I don't know the tone of God. How right. he's saying that his way is obviously higher than our ways, but right. I read that like I would read that if I was coming up. If Final challenged me on something, mm. and I, you know, for a long time, I'm like, all right, I'm here now. Right. Let's go. I'm going to show you right. all the things you've been asking about. Yeah. Get ready. Yeah. Just, just a little attitude. In yeah. The voice, oh, know? yeah. Yeah. It's very direct. I mean, he's oh, not yeah. holding anything back. <laughs> no. no. But he no does. Filter. He does approach Job because he comes to Job right. in the whirlwind and answers. Right. So that shows a little bit of compassion from right. God. You know that. For sure. Job's been crying out, and so God comes to him. Mm-hmm. Job doesn't have to go seek him out, but he's pretty direct in how he answers. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, dress for action. Like a man, another uh, one of the notes in the uh, footnotes in my Bible. It's, instead of dress for action, it says, "Gird up your loins." <laughs> I see it. I see that. Which is makes it sound like we're about to tumble. We're about to go at it. You better be ready. It's about to go down. Yeah. Oh, man. That that was when I read. Man, that is. Yes. I mean, because we think the three of us and Amanda. Very sweet, very uh, one of my favorite people. I think she's a little competitive too in some some areas, so she definitely right. relates. <laughs> but you know, dress for action. I'm going to question you. You make it known. Like we would like go to a sports analogy. You know, somebody yeah. like a Michael Jordan or so, oh, you've been talking about me. All right, I'm about to show you. Right. Here we go. I'm sure that Job did not think that God was going to, or maybe he wanted to. I mean, did he? I don't think he thought that God would come and directly answer him. Or maybe he did. Maybe he did. I mean, I know he was crying out and asking and everything, but once God, once God got there and was directly answering and talking to him, I, and then I don't know if Job was really expecting that maybe. I don't know. I think probably up to this point. I think in this moment, it's uh oh. Right. Yeah. But before yeah. that, Job, I think wanted and not because he was. Yeah. I'm innocent. I'll right. prove my right. case to right. you. Yeah. I'll show you. Yeah. And now God shows up, and it's that instant regret. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Plus, it's God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean. Well, Job gets reminded here just how uh, far <laughs> far off he was in his argument. Verse number four, chapter 38. Where were you? This is God speaking. Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. I'm, I mean, it doesn't slack off any. No. Who determined its measurements? Surely you know. Or who stretched the line upon it? On what were its bases sunk? Who laid its cornerstone when the morning stars sang together, all the sons of glory, or all the sons of God, rather, shouted for joy? Got a sarcasm? <laughs> that's Maybe I... not. Daniel read it with a little sarcasm. Yeah, but right. I mean, that's the tone I hear Absolutely. reading those sentences. Right. Absolutely. I mean, it's just truth. Yeah. God is just yeah. saying truth. Always. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. It sounds... It's hard not to read it that way, though. Almost, I yeah. mean, for me, I think. Yeah. From like, a human side, like, yeah. it would be vengeful if I was saying this. Right. Yeah. I don't think it's vengeful. God is not being vengeful here. Right. I don't think. I don't know. But, yeah. But I know from from Daniel, if I was doing this and I knew one hundred percent I was in the right, I'm trying to make you feel bad. Right. right. I had this underlined, verse seven: All the sons of God shouted for joy. Y'all know who that is? I'm guessing it's all the angels. That's what I took it as, but I... I don't have an answer. I mean, I, right. I didn't research no. that. That's no. Just, I feel like that's usually how angels are referenced mm-hmm. in the Old Testament, yeah. is sons of God. So mm-hmm. I would assume when you know, when God created the world and all the angels rejoiced mm-hmm. that it was created. Yeah. Yep. Chapter 38 continues. God continues with examples of creating... Where was Job while he was creating, uh, setting the limits for the sea and the waves and all this kind of stuff? Verse number 18, have you 
comprehended the expanse of the earth. Declare if you know all of this. I mean, there's just <laughs> Job in this whole thing is, you know, I want an audience. I want an arbiter to hear my case with God and, and put us on trial together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God shuts down the trial in the first chapter here, you know, took right. 18 verses of here's this, this, and this. Where have you been? Well, and for us, I mean, one of the great things about these parts of the chapters of Job is we get insight into God and yes. how he sees himself, how he presented mm-hmm. himself to Job um, and everything that he said about what he's done and what he has power over. And so all of those things are really kind of spelled out from God directly in these parts of Job. Yeah. He continues on, God does. Chapter 19, I'm going to read three verses here. Where is the way to the dwelling of light? And where is the place of darkness that you may take it to its territory, that you may discern the path to its home? You know, for you were born then, and the number of your days is great. Again, the sarcasm of, right. you, know, you were there too. Remember when we established light and dark and where they were going <laughs> right. to stay? Where, where was that? Where you, you were there, yeah, right? Yeah, right. I could be completely off. I have no idea. But that's just what it sounds... I mean, I don't know how else to read. But just those words, it doesn't... It's it's hard to think that's like... I'm, so, I'm sure he's saying it in, in the most sincere way as possible. But at the same time, I'm like, there's no way to be sincere... Like, to say that sincere. Like, where, 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 where... You were right there next to me, right? Which, it just sounds crazy. I also wonder something... Uh, Maybe insignificant, maybe not. Mm-hmm. What does the voice of God sound like? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, just does that matter? No. But right. just the curiosity of yeah. what does the voice of God sound like? Does he have a country accent? Is it like James <laughs> Earl Jones? Is it, you know, what, what's it? Always, it's always like in like movies and stuff. It's always has like an echo. I always wonder, does it come with like an automatic like echo? Kind of like it does like in the. Has automatic reverb. Yeah. Just, just set up yeah, it. Yeah. Just said, I don't. But yeah, it also, I mean, it just, I guess the way that God is, goes through these verses is kind of the offense, I guess, he took from the things that Job was saying, I guess. Maybe not offense. Maybe that's not the right word. I like that word, though. Not, not because God can't be, well. I think. Not offended. That's not the right word. Just I think our just how serious can... maybe God obviously took the words that Job has been like saying throughout this whole book. I think, I think our our actions can probably offend God. I would think. Yeah. Because there's verses about grieving the Holy Spirit and right. know, not wanting to grieve God with some of our actions. Right. So. And I mean, God has been angry at people before. Right. And, you know, giving them judgment in the moment right. of, or, or consequences yeah. in the moment of right. their actions. So. Right. Just how direct he's speaking to Job and yeah. the examples that he's giving. And just Yeah. I mean, he continued the examples. Uh, have you entered the storehouses of snow? What <laughs> What is the way to the place where light is distributed? Has the rain a father uh, from whose womb... The, the ice come forth. Like he just continues throughout the whole chapter of giving examples. And this is, um, I, I, I don't know how to, what the right phrase is, but to, to us, this stuff almost doesn't seem real, right? So the storehouse yeah. of snow or, you know, from whose womb did the ice come from? That, that kind of stuff. Like it just happens for us. But God, all that's planned out. He has planned mm-hmm. all that out. So him giving that example is kind of showing, I think, in an earthly dialect, my ways are bigger than your ways. Yeah. Here's yeah. an example you can understand. Because some examples he could give, we wouldn't even understand or be able to comprehend. Right. But Absolutely. here he's like, I've got store uh, snow stored up, and I know when I'm going to distribute it, where it's going to go. <laughs> it, I mean, just that, the the bigness Right. Of God. Yeah. Yeah. Chapter third or verse thirty six. Man, I went the other way with it that time. Thirty five too. No, you're mm-hmm. fine. Thirty five. And I read that several times. And so, verse thirty five. Can you send forth lightnings that 
that they may go and say to you, here we are. <laughs> I'm over here. <laughs> I've read that several times and <laughs> chuckled. I got Ryan with it. Oh, yeah. oh, that was great. Yeah. Inflection. <laughs> See this guy, that, did God have the inflection like that, or right. was he the monotone, right. yeah. like megaphone yeah. voice of, yeah. of here's the examples? Mm-hmm. Uh, number th- or Verse 36, I'm just putting numbers on them now. <laughs> <laughs> Who has put wisdom in the inward parts or giving understanding to the mi- given understanding to the mind. Who has put wisdom in the inward parts or given understanding to the mind? So that's God saying, Job, all these questions you have, all this knowledge, everything you have, where do you think all that came from? Right. You didn't come up with any of this on your own. Okay, You're questioning things that I've given you. Mm-hmm. Well, and just how many different things God's in control of, like oh, yeah. verses 31 through 33, he's talking about the constellations <laughs> and the universe. And then, yeah. you know, verse 36 is I've put wisdom in like in your very mind. Yeah. So from the constellations yeah. to everything yeah. that you think I'm in control of all that. This was uh, finishing out chapter 38, uh, verse 39. Can you hunt pray for the lion or satisfy the appetite of the young lions uh, who provides for the raven, it's prey, when its young ones cry out to God for help and wander about for lack of food. So again, being in control, you know, God's yeah. control. We, th- we think uh, animals, the natural world, just kind of happenstance and, you know, yeah, he'll find some food. A lion will yeah. eventually find some food or whatever. But God is telling Joe, I'm playing all that out. Right. Yep. How much more am I going to plan for you? Mm-hmm. And you're questioning me. Yeah. But this was uh, what caught me on that verse 41, uh, the young raven, when its young ones cry out to God. So I think that's something, uh, to me, I read that as even the animals speak to me. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. The animals are crying out to me. Yeah. Have you ever thought about that, Job? Huh? Mm-hmm. What are, you think it's just you, but the animals cry out to me too. I created them as well. Right, yeah. And as their provision, too. Like, they're crying out for what they need to God as their provision. I think we think, you know, usually baby birds are crying out to the mama birds. (laughs) But really, that's all ultimately going to God because Mm -hmm. he's the one that's providing. And I don't think I've ever thought of that before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's that's mind-blowing a little bit. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I thought I was pretty smart myself. I I don't know (laughs) if I questioned God God quite like Job has, but... (laughs) Thought I was pretty smart. Hope not. Let's go get that whirlwind. <laughs> hey, uh, I hope it shows up on video. <laughs> really, though, I, I'm not trying to dress like a man and get ready for action in the way of God. There, to be honest. Whew. Before we move on to chapter 39, we we ignored the M and M's on the table. I, I forgot about. I was I so eager sorry, to get sorry, to Amanda. Zach. Sorry, Zach. We Zach threw some uh, He's an snacks in He's here. an afterthought when we those had Those are open. These are open. So he, he didn't like those, apparently, right? No. He just brought them in? He, uh, yeah, he, <laughs> he did, was sampling as he dropped off. He did there say he was sampling. Mm-hmm. So. Let's see, what are these? He brought a variety some pack pretzel here. Ones. Pretzel M&M's. Yeah, those are good. Caramel or caramel, depending how on what. Uh, how do you say it? I mean, you can't say mm. it both ways. you got to give me what. How do you say it? I go Tennessee country and say caramel. Say mm. caramel. Caramel. I'm a caramel. I think I say caramel too. Mm. That's why I hang out with you uppity people. <laughs> you class me up a little bit. And when and I really think about it, it's caramel. And good old uh, <laughs> peanut so you're right. M&Ms. So. We are not sponsored by M&Ms. Nope. But these can are de- these are delicious. Be. And we can be sponsored by M&Ms. <laughs> we would love for you to reach out. <laughs> Mailroom at gps2god.com. I was trying to see. What are they? Isn't it Mars? Or is that the, just the candy bars? That that is the overall. Mars would right. be yeah, a Mars parent, yes. parent yeah, company. Mars, yeah, Mars. Send us an email. I'll take some of those. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> back back off the mic when you're chomping. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's hard to hear Fano speak sometimes because yes. uh, that deep bassy voice. But uh, I guarantee he starts chomping on peanut M and M's. We'd hear every last. Yeah, let's blame Zach. Oh, we are, we are blaming Zach. Blame Just like him. we blamed Ty when he brought the warhead. Set him out here if you don't want us yeah. to. Oh, he knew what was happening when I he did he it. Did. I he did. I know how he rolls. Chapter I'll sit, I'll sit back. 39. Don't forget to scoop back up when you want to talk there. 
we act like this is our first. This is episode like uh, what is this? Let's bring it to you, seventy six, something like that. I think. I was thinking seventy five, but mm, I no. think it's seventy six. We've been doing this for a while, and we still don't, still don't know what we're doing. Chapter thirty nine. God knows what He's doing, and He keeps giving it to Job right here. Do you know when the mountain goats give birth? Do you observe the calving of the does? Can you number the months that they fulfill? Going back into the detailed planning, nothing is left up to chance with God. Conti- you know, just continuing the thought from the, the raven and the, the baby ravens crying out to God for food. Yeah. God is planning the lives of all the animals. And we'll get to a big one here in a few minutes. Got some <laughs> questions on that one. <laughs> Verse 13, the wings of the ostrich. I have a question on this. There we go. The wings of the ostrich wave proudly, but are they the pinions and plumage of love? I guess God asked the question, and I was, it brought on other questions. He's kind of, to me, you all tell me what you think on this one. God is kind of saying, you don't know what the animals are designed for. Like, I designed the ostrich. I designed his feathers and his plumage. Right. What's it designed for? Is it love or is it something else? Right. What's he doing with this? The example of this animal was a little different than the other ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everything that he talks about here. Yeah. To me, it goes into the being created with a purpose. Mm -hmm. Like, I created the ostrich and his feathers. I know what I created them for. What do you think? Is it, was it for love? You know, kind of like question, not only, you know, he's kind of moved to, not only did the, I create it, I created with a purpose. So I, I'm showing you kind of my thought process here, Job, and I'm taking it even another step further. It's not that I just created to create. I created with purpose. Right. Well, and that God's thinking about things that we wouldn't even begin to start to think about. Yeah. Right. You know, he's thought through every detail with purpose, with intention, even down to the feathers on an ostrich and that right. they have a purpose and that we would not even start right. to think about. I mean, when you think animals, probably an ostrich, <laughs> it's probably the last thing that you would probably think. I mean, in the Bible, like lions, and, <laughs> you know, it talks about ravens and ox, and, but an ostrich is something pretty obscure that you probably wouldn't really yeah. think about. It wouldn't be wouldn't your first make your that, top ten. It wouldn't, of, <laughs> it wouldn't nah. make my top ten of animals. I don't know if it would make my top 20. I mean... Yeah, maybe you would, Daniel. Well, the only reason I think of ostrich is a great. It's a great burger. It's because we've eaten (laughs) ostrich before. That we have. That we have. I saw where your mom was going. That came from Zach too. Zach bought that that made the top five for me. We we had a conversation about it, and Zach sent us ostrich burgers. (laughs) He's he's a giver. We we love Zach. He's a fun time. He's a fun. You have to be careful what you mention, though. (laughs) It can just show up. (laughs) Yes. God showed up to Job. He continues, did you get, this is uh, verse 19, did you give the horse his might? Did you clothe his neck with a mane? He continues on uh, giving examples. Verse 26, is it by your understanding that the hawk soars and spread his wing, spreads his wings toward the south? We'll move on. Chapter 40. Hey. There we go. Good job. One for whatever. 40. Shall <laughs> yeah, you're you're probably correct. You figured it out in chapter forty. We're good now. Let's keep on going. God continues to speak here. We're going to get into question mode in a few short verses. But verse number two: Shall a fault finder contend with the Almighty? He who argues with God, let him answer it. So throwing it. Back on Job right there. Yeah. I've yeah. given you all these examples. Yeah. Are you going to continue to find fault with me? Let's hear it. Yeah. And Job answers. He does. I don't know if I'd be brave enough or able to speak at this <laughs> point. You hear him like take like a big old gulp. Like even with even <laughs> All right, with, let's talk. Even with God saying, Answer me, Daniel. I'll wait. I'm going to go hide behind this rock over here It's like the second or third time There's been several questions directed towards you You would just You would just sit and just I think you probably probably would too You probably know like as a 
a kid, if your parents getting on to you, or maybe even as an adult, <laughs> just like thinking that. if yeah. you're if a boss or something's getting on to you, yeah, they can ask you questions and you know, like, oh, it's not time. Like, I just right. need to be quiet and listen. <laughs> but then they'll get to a point and they'll ask you a question and you right. just know, all right, it's my turn to talk. <laughs> I think that's kind of what's happened yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. The scolding is taking a, a pause. I want to hear what you're thinking right yeah. now. Joe's probably hoping it's a rhetorical question, right? <laughs> Shall a fault finder contend with the Almighty? He who argues with God. So that's kind of almost a past tense thing. Like, you've been arguing with me. Go ahead and answer now. Right. Right. Here I am. Yeah. Job, Job does speak. <laughs> um, you know, I, I would be stuttering Stanley right here. Yeah. Job answered the Lord and said, Behold, I am of small account. What shall I answer you? I lay my hand on my mouth. I have spoken once, and I will not answer twice, but I will proceed no further. Uh, that, that's a hard thing. I, I mean, to me, I'd almost be like, what, why, why, are you, why are you coming at me? Like, they're the ones that are over here saying worse things, you know? <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, Job seems like a um, pretty, you know, he knows, he's self-aware. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, he's not, he's never really tried to pass blame on his three friends. He's told them they're wrong yeah, and what you're right. accusing me of is wrong, but he's never tried to pass blame on them. Right. I think he's, yeah, you, he has a healthy fear of God, um, yeah. maybe misplaced at times with the way he questioned God sometimes. But Well, and when we're going through grief, I mean, a lot of times being in grief ministry, um, you can just there's words for the wind like there's I think it even talks about it earlier in yeah. Job that sometimes mm-hmm. your words are for the wind and so you're crying out to God and you're just you're saying kind of whatever you're thinking because what you're having to walk through is so heavy and so I almost feel like some of Job's answer here is okay I'm realizing now some of the things that I said mm-hmm. you know that maybe I was just speaking out of my pain mm-hmm. but now that you've come and you're kind of addressing it I've realized some of what I've said, so I'm just going to be quiet now and listen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There comes a point where you're in a situation where you know, like Amanda said, I, I, I just I know I'm wrong. I can't say anything. Yeah. I just got to take it. I'm sorry. Yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just, I mean, that's probably. Which that was, he was trying, but I God, mean, God whole, didn't really like that answer. Didn't seem like. In the whole book of Job, that's probably the shortest response Job's ever had. <laughs> He's been really long-winded all of a sudden. Yeah. You got nothing yeah. to say? Pretty vocal. I mean, three three short verses right there is all, all he gets out. It's a different different audience, though. Uh, this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter 40, verse 6. Different target group. Yeah. <laughs> God continues. Uh, and it says again that the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind. He tells him, dress for action like a man. I will question you, and you make it known to me. Will you even put me in the wrong? Will you condemn me that you may be right? Comes back at him again pretty, I mean, Job said nothing in those three verses other than I'm going to sit here and be quiet. I'm sorry I spoke up. But God comes back again like, this ain't no, over, no, no, Stay, can, stay no. dressed. Well, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> We're gonna, I'm just going to read the next few verses here, starting in chapter 10. This is God speaking. Adorn yourself with majesty and dignity. dignity. Clothe yourself with glory and splendor. Pour out the overflowings of your anger and look on everyone who is proud and abase him. Look on everyone who is proud and bring him low and tread down the wicked where they stand. Hide them in all, hide them all in the dust together. Bind their faces in the world below. Then will I acknowledge to you that your own right hand can save you. Pretty big challenge dropped by God. Right there to Job. Yes. Adorn yourself. You do these things, <laughs> and then I'll acknowledge you. Right. right. Pretty much you're nothing to me until you can prove yourself, which is impossible. Yeah. Our next animal talk <laughs> right here. I have some questions. Verse number 15, chapter 40. Behold, behemoth. And I went back and did a, did a little quick Google search for you, Ryan. Yeah. I've got a pronunciation right here. So the Hebrew word of this animal was behemoth, moat, behemoth. There you go. Impressive. I don't know if I said that right or not. but nice. It was close. Behemoth. No, I don't know. <laughs> but behemoth. Yeah. 
And God goes on to uh, describe this animal. I'm going to read this up. Behold, behemoth, which I made as I made you. That stood out to me as well. But he goes on to dis, you know, describe it. He eats grass like an ox, the power of his muscles in his belly, tail stiff like a cedar, all these things. He goes on to describe it in the, you know, uh, uh, bones or tubes of bronze, limbs like bars of iron, all this stuff. Verse number 19. We're going to come back to this one, but I'm going to read it now. He is the first of the works of God. All right, so let's back it up here. This, this animal behemoth, I have some questions. What yeah. is it? What do you guys think? Or did you have thoughts on this one? I've got some it's thoughts. It's a vegetarian. Okay. It's big. Very big. I would I would think. It's powerful. Wow, I I cheated. I went I straight mean, to the to the what, what my Bible goes to and it just says it's a large animal. It doesn't, there's not an exact identity. Well, it tells us that. I know that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So that's why I was like I don't I don't know. I know it tells us. That's what I'm saying. I don't have I don't know. There's no extra footnote that says what it actually no, is. No, exactly. So when I first read this, a thought that popped in my head, which I didn't see any other commentaries um, come at it from this angle, but I was like, is this a vision? Like, is God showing Job a vision of an animal he created? And that kind of ties in um, to verse 19 when he says, he, behemoth, is the first of the works of God. So this is something I created at the very beginning. Hmm. Yeah. So to, I, I didn't know if he was showing him like, uh, you know, is this a, a, a vision? Is he letting him see this? Look at this animal. I mean, you're already talking to a whirlwind, which is weird <laughs> to right. us. Is he kind of, you know, getting a picture of it so in, you... in his mind or in the whirlwind or something of, look at this animal. Like, I've already described all the other creation things I've done, other mm-hmm. animals, but I've, I've got animals that I've created that you've never seen before. So yeah. behemoth was not in Job's time. That's what you're saying. Potentially. No I, don't, I don't know. Then no, that's yeah. what you're, yeah. that's what you're, okay. Yeah, that this was not an animal Job would have seen. Gotcha. Yeah. Which, I mean, there's animals in the ocean we haven't seen. You, yeah. You know, I mean, that's not a crazy sentence, I don't think. But I didn't know if this was a vision of something past or is it a, an animal Job recognized and God was just describing it in detail again of, you know, I put thought into his bones and his legs and the muscles of his belly, his tail, what he mm-hmm. eat. Like, I that struck me. Is it is it a vision or is it a real animal that Job had seen? Or an, a real animal that Job had not seen? takes yeah. a little wind out of the sails. But so the amplified version of the Bible, which I like to look at because it'll take a verse and kind of expand on it and what the Hebrew meant and the Greek and all of that. So this says, although behemoth cannot be identified with certainty, the biblical description seems most like the hippopotamus. Mm. That is also... And in ancient times, that may have been even more formidable than today. In Job's time, the hippopotamus was the largest known creature. Interesting. So... Uh, Interesting. I've seen arguments okay. to doing a little research on it myself. There were arguments for a hippo, maybe a elephant, but the mm-hmm. elephant was quickly dismissed by most people. Hippo right. was very common. Yeah. And it was, you know, comparisons made of like the tail of a hippo is kind of stiff. Of course, it has short, strong legs. Mm-hmm. Its stomach muscles um, are very rigid yeah. uh, and, and strong because of, you know, going through rocks and all the stuff in the rivers. And it does talk about going through the rivers um, or standing up to the turbulent. Mm-hmm. Uh, verse 23, if the river right. is turbulent, he, behemoth, is not frightened. He is confident, though Jordan rushes against his mouth. So hippo was a very common one. Um Dinosaur, maybe there were some people that said maybe he's talking about a dinosaur, you right. know, with a big tail and all this stuff, and that kind of uh, was not a popular. You know, hippo is the most popular mm-hmm. animal today that we know of that people kind of relate to, but it was also we don't really know. Yeah, nobody could give a definite answer, and there were arguments against the hippo. Well, it's not a hippo because of this and that and things. Yeah, but hippo. Uh, elephant, 
dinosaur maybe, but who knows? Man, I had a lot of questions on that one. Mm-hmm. A lot of questions. Yeah. Verse 24, still talking about the behemoth. Can one take him by his eyes or pierce his nose with a snare? That part makes it seem like an animal Job would have recognized. Like, you know this animal. Can you grab it by the eyes or grab it by the nose and with a snare? Right. Again, if you show if one of our kids was to draw a picture of an animal, an imaginary animal, and to say, Daddy, you think you could trap this or what? Like, you think you could grab it by the eyes? I mean, you could still ask those questions even with something that's not you're not familiar with. Right. I had a lot of questions on that one. As we move on to chapter 41, we hear a, a character come back to us. This is still God talking. Can you draw out Leviathan? <coughs> that was the Fano pronunciation. I, well, we had that don't, many don't, chapters don't ago. Don't take that. <clears throat> I mean, it's Can you draw out Leviathan? wrong. <laughs> I'm not, I don't know if it's right. That just it sounded good when you said it. Can we? Can you? I think there was a movie called Leviathan, like back in the nineties. Maybe it's not ringing a bell. Ryan, you might I was too young. Ryan's not going to. I might not have been born yet. I think there was a movie called Leviathan, but maybe it wasn't pronounced. That what way. year were you born? I was born eighty nine. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you talk about the, what is it? The la- Laborith? No, not Laborith. La- um, Labyrinth. Labyrinth. There we go. No, that's the only. That's the first thing that popped in my head with um. Uh, what is his name? All right. Well, we're going to move on. We're going to continue with the book of Job here. Leviathan, chapter 41. And this goes back to the behemoth discussion a little bit because yeah. one of the commentaries I read said, uh, God, so chapter 41, God is talking about Leviathan uh, with Job. Uh, can you draw him out with a fish hook or press his tongue down with the cord? Can you put a rope in his nose? So this large sea creature, sea monster... God is describing in Leviathan. One of the commentaries I read said that Leviathan and Behemoth are two examples of like imaginary creatures, like chaos monsters. And so this is not a physical animal, but more of a understood um, chaos kind of thing um, that Job would have understood in this time. So I thought that was interesting, too. Well, and then if you go the route of them being actual animals of some kind, you've got like the largest land animal, and this would be like the largest yeah. sea creature. So it's kind of like if you if you can't battle these, if you couldn't capture these, what makes you think that you could stand up to me who right. created them? Yeah, yeah. Which I know we get to yeah, later in sense. verse ten and eleven. Yep. Yeah. I, this was interesting. Lots of examples here describing Leviathan. Verse number four three. Will he make many pleas to you? Will Leviathan make many pleas to you? Will he speak to you soft words? Again, <laughs> creation, even animals, talking, talking to God. Mm-hmm. Verse number eight, lay your hands on him. Remember the battle. You will not do it again. I mean, he's in the, Job is in the middle of a battle <laughs> right now with God that I don't think he wants to be doing. Yeah. No. The first time, much less do it again. No. Behold, verse number nine, the hope of a man is false. He is laid low even at the sight of him, the sight of Leviathan. No one is so fierce that he dares to stir him up. Who then is he who can stand before me? Just what Amanda said. I created him. He cries out to me and speaks softly, and you can't even touch him. Yeah. Did you find the movie? No. 1989. Ryan was oh. right. He wasn't born yet. I wasn't yeah. born. Well, what it month? It's like a sci-fi, <laughs> sci-fi movie. It's spelled the same way. He starts describing them and like it's like it shoots flames out of his butt, like fire out of his mouth. Is that what your Bible says? Like verse what? nineteen. Yeah. Concern him. Out, out of his mouth go flaming torches. Sparks of the fire leap forth. Yeah. It's like a big old dragon snake. He continues. I mean, that's a lot of verses of, there I mean, just yeah. talk about sci-fi. I mean, this is, it almost seems sci-fi to us. Yeah. But God just showing the, again, going to, Job, you've been speaking without knowledge. Here's things that are true and exist that you don't even know about, that you can't touch, that you can't come close to. Well, in verse 10 and 11, which I know we read second part of 10, who is, 
Who then is he that can stand before me? And then verse 11, who has given to me that I should repay him? Whatever is under the whole heaven is mine. Um, So it's just, again, kind of another direct way that he's coming at Job going, I don't owe you an explanation, really, for anything that you're asking me. I'm speaking Mm -hmm. with you, but if you can't even conquer these two animals that I made, you know, everything on the earth is mine. I don't owe you necessarily anything, which is hard for us to hear. You know, we don't think of God... I don't think as much that way today, yeah. you know, a lot of more focus on his love and his grace and his mercy and all those things. But this is a reminder that God is God and everything under the whole earth is his. And he doesn't owe us, but he chooses to right. give to us. Even if you are as good of a man Job was. Right. I mean, it's chapter 42, last one. Oh, I don't know if we thought we would ever make it, but we have. A lot goes on in this chapter. <laughs> chapter 42, then Job answered the Lord and said, I know you can do all things and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. Who is this that hides counsel without knowledge? He's quote, Job is quoting God right there. Therefore, I have uttered what I did not understand, things too wonderful for me, which I did not know. Hear, and I will speak. I will question you, and you will make it known to me. He's quoting God again in that verse. I had heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you. Therefore, I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. So he answered, got, you know, brought back up some of the questions God had asked and gave an answer. Of, right. Yeah, you're right. I know nothing. I'm sorry. Strange how he words that because I mean Job was holy, is holy, was however you want to say that. But then he, it kind of, to me that kind of lesson is in verse five. I I had heard reports about you. It's just a strange way of saying that he knew God. Maybe maybe I'm, well, I'm I, looking at that wrong. But I mean, even Jesus talked about it later. Of you know. You all have seen me, so it's easy for you to believe in me because you see me. Right. How you know? How much more so is the faith of those who only have heard about me? Yeah. And they believe. Yeah. So it's kind of speaking to that a little bit is the way I took it. That yeah. I heard of you, but now that I see you right here in front of me in this whirlwind, well, yeah, it makes it easy to believe how great you are. Yeah. And it makes me ashamed of myself that I didn't believe just about hearing you. I had to see you. Yeah. Well, and so much of the book of Job is about kind of correcting a wrong view of God. So back in their day, they thought if you do right, then you're blessed. And if you do wrong, then you're cursed. And that was basically the friend's whole argument throughout the whole book. Um, But what happens at the end of, of Job is that Job... You know, and we'll get to later that his fortunes are restored, and a lot of people kind of focus mm-hmm. on that. But he actually gets a new view of God. Yeah. So he gets a correct view of God, and he learns, you know, that sometimes good people do suffer, and mm-hmm. God has reasons why things happen. So, to me, that I'd, I'd heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eyes see you. It's like he's gotten a new perspective, a new intimacy, a new relationship with yeah. God through his suffering that he didn't have beforehand. Prior to, so I think gotcha. there's some literal of I'd heard of you and now I'm actually seeing you in the whirlwind, but there's also I had this understanding of right. you and, and how you operate, but now you know, I've gotcha. got this whole different view. Right. Um, Makes sense. So After Job speaks, the Lord comes back, verse number seven, and speaks again. This is a little different. This caught my attention. But that part, though, right there where he kind of, like, changes the setting, where he goes from I'm talking to Job to now I'm talking to you four, right? Uh, I, I could imagine what they're doing in the background going, yeah, I'm glad he's talking to him. And then, I'll, oh, it's me now? <laughs> oh, no. You know? Well, that goes back to what we talked about at the beginning. Where is this conversation taking place? Do, yeah. Who sees it? Who hears yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. And because, by the bright light, can now they... Can they see the whirlwind? Can yeah. Eliphaz see the whirlwind right. if he if he didn't before? It, yeah, it's an abrupt. Or is he change. just hearing it? Yeah, when he's talking to Job, it, are right. they even are they even present? Right. Yeah, it's an abrupt change for sure. 
Well, and before we go to the answers to the friends, um, one of the things that I think is important to know, there's there's a lot in verses one through six to kind of oh, unpack, yeah. especially for those yeah. that are walking through grief, because um, Job is a book that's used a lot in grief ministry and just kind of looking at God's purposes for that. And so, you know, there is a time, verse six, that Job does repent and says he despises what he said and basically takes it back mm. and he repents. But I think it's important to know that he's not repenting because he had cried out to God in his suffering, that really he's repenting from how I understand it for like the wrong view that he had of God and for accusing God of wrongdoing. So I think there's a difference in when we're going through hard times, God wants us to cry out. It's called lament and it's biblical and it's something that he invites us to do and to be very honest in what we're feeling and to come to him in that, um, But as we're grieving, we can also do that incorrectly and hold some wrong views of God and accuse God of things that are not true. And so when he brings those things to our attention, you know, we are called to repent of those things. But I think there's a difference in crying out to God in your suffering and that he invites us to do that versus, you know, maybe having some wrong views that have to be fixed. Um, So, you know, I don't think Job is repenting for crying out in his pain. I think he's repenting for now. He has realized that he thought about God in an incorrect way, and he's shifting back from that um, and has basically questioned and demanded answers from God that, (laughs) you know, weren't necessarily his to demand because, as we saw in earlier verses, God doesn't (laughs) necessarily owe us answers sometimes for those things. And that goes back to what we talked about before. Job had been holy up to the point of him being afflicted with losing family, right, losing yeah. what he owned, right. his possessions, right. his his physical ailments. That's when he began to question God in a wrong way. Um, we talked about maybe last episode. We talked about that. Of you know, chapter one, it says Job did not sin in this. He was holy. Did not sin mm-hmm. in, in the things he said. But then from that point forward is where he had a, a big downfall there. But we also see in verse 7, you know, God says to the friends, you've not spoken of me what is right as my servant Job has. Mm -hmm. Right. And so even in that, you know, and I don't know if that's referencing back some other things that he said or just what he has said in verses 1 through 6 when Job kind of corrects course. Right. Um, But God still says that Job has spoken right about him Mm -hmm. and the friends did not. Yeah. 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 Verse 7, the Lord... After the Lord had spoken these things to Job, he said to Eliphaz, My anger burns against you and against your two friends, for you have not spoken to me what is right, as my servant Job has. That's a pretty terrifying statement. My anger burns against you, coming from God. That's pretty terrifying. Now, therefore, take seven bulls and seven rams and go. This is, uh, I don't know if I fully understand it. I mean, I understand it, but this caught my attention. Take seven bulls, seven rams, go to my servant Job and offer up a burnt offering for yourselves. And after, oh, and my servant Job shall pray for you, for I will accept his prayer not to deal with you according to your folly. So we've been talking about the conflict that Job and these three guys have been having with each other. Three on one, Job, you've been wrong, all this stuff. And now they have to go to Job and say, hey, man, will you pray for us? Will you, you know, take this offering and pray to God for us? Be, be an intermediary. That was kind of, be hard. I mean, it seems like it'd be hard to do, right, to humble yourself and do that. But then for Job to turn around and do it, it's like, I, I got you guys. We're, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long, drawn-out fight just to, and a good, we have no, this part seems fast right here. God saying this. There still has to be some kind of time that passes because they have to go get these seven bulls and seven uh, rams. So there's still some kind of element of time, but it seems like if God is telling me to do this, I'm going to do this pretty quick, right? But to have that healing process kind of just go immediately into effect. Well, and that it took humility on all of their parts because the friends had yeah. to go to Job, but then Job also had to be willing to 
pray to God on their behalf after all no. the things that they had just spent who knows how long years right. Right. speaking about him. Also shows just God's forgiveness after repenting because after all the things that Job said and but he repented. Once he repented, God said for the friends to go to Job, get Job to say a prayer on their behalf, and just because they're saying it to Job, everything is good with them and God. Yeah. That's uh and that's what you touched on, Amanda, because he says that sentence again right after that, yeah. where you have not spoken <laughs> yeah. the truth about me as my servant Job has. So yeah. that's he says, he it, says twice. it twice at over the, the beginning course and of, the end. Yeah, yeah, over the course of two verses he says the same sentence twice so he's kind of god is kind of anointing job at that point as a i don't know if priest is the right word but an inter- intermediary between the people and god so a priest would offer sacrifices for the people and that was the go between so he's kind of anointing job right there in the same fashion of yeah you're the go between for those three guys and me just think about those three, what they're thinking. <laughs> like if they if they were like sitting there the whole time after God's like going through this whole thing about with Job and talking about creation and you know answer getting him the answer. What are they thinking? Like sitting there and they're like, "Are we about to die? Is he about to just is he about to just a fire come down and just consume us or or what? Just the fear that they probably mm-hmm. had at that moment." Yeah. Well, they've already been rebuked by yeah. Elihu, right? A little bit, and right. this is, and then right. I mean, that's, what that, what was going through their heads right then? Did they yeah. think that they were going to yeah. get out of there? That's like maybe an older brother or sister getting like, you shouldn't do that. You know that's wrong. Right. And then mom or dad come home <laughs> and they really get you. Right. You're like, oh, yeah. 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 Uh, so wrapping up right there, verse uh, nine: Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar went and did what the Lord had told them, and the Lord accepted Job's prayer. Mm. So just like you had said, he's the go, you know, he's the go between God put the faith in mm-hmm. Job that he was gonna pray for the friends in the yeah. correct way and God was going to take that. Yeah. That that's a little hard to for like as a uh, ego, uh, somebody with an ego, like God, how come I can't pray to you like that? Right. If I was one of these three guys, right. why do I have to go to Job? How come I can't just right. sacrifice this to you and you let me pray to? Right. Again, that's questioning God in a in the wrong way, which is what they were getting getting right. rebuked for. But I don't know if they had that thought or not, or if they were just happy to be in God's <laughs> good graces right. and have an escape plan, basically. Just like Amanda said, and just how awkward that is going back to Job. Yeah. Can you yeah. pray for us? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, after all these, I mean, after we've We just knew that you were in the wrong. <laughs> <but> <laughs> no, it was us. After yeah. us calling you yeah. essentially dumb and, you know, doing something you haven't done for, I don't know, 20-something chapters. You took that serious, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I was kidding, man. I thought you knew. You failed the test. Oh, man. man. Joe, I thought we were good, man. Yeah, let's... Uh... <laughs> I just happen to have seven rams and seven bulls <laughs> with me. Would you mind? Was I'll that seven each? On I wonder if that was seven each. Uh, now, therefore, take seven rams and seven bulls and go Doesn't offer a say. burnt offering for yourself. Oh, uh, I'm bringing seven of each myself. <laughs> Those okay. other guys might not know how to count. I'm going to go ahead and bring seven. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know if that was each or all together for all three of them, seven. Hmm. Mm. More questions. More questions. And then, like Amanda said, verse number 10, the Lord restored the fortunes of Job when he had prayed for his friends. And the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Then, this part's a little funny to me. Uh, I got mm, Jerry Springer show right here. <laughs> then came to all, then came to him, then came to Job, all his brothers and sisters and all who had known him before and ate bread with him in his house and they showed him sympathy and comforted him for all the evil that the Lord had brought upon him. And each gave him a piece of money and a gold ring, ring of gold. 
before I get to the scheming brothers and sisters, so a piece of money right here, the caseta that we talked about way back mm -hmm. in part number one of mm. this, that's the figure of money that no one knows today really what that is worth, but that was referenced just a couple other places early on in the Bible, which is why they think the book of Job is very old. Hard to know exactly when it was written, but that gives a reference point of when that was uh, the time that the book of Job took place because of that money right there. Too bad, uh, too bad Ty's not here to, yeah, that, oh, that part right there confronted uh, yes. uh, for the, all the evil that the Lord has brought on to him. And he'd be like, See, I told uh, we're gonna have to do an, uh, <laughs> that'd be the uh, whole debate all over again, a separate episode because I've got arguments for and against that very yes. thing. Uh, I mean, I've got notes here that we're not going to get to today. That might be a separate episode. <laughs> well, it will be it a different be. episode. But uh, so, all right, let's get back to these brothers and sisters and friends as we wrap this thing up here. Where have they been? They, they're they gone. Job's down low. He lost everything he had. And they ran for the hills. <laughs> and now he's back at his restore, you know, his fortune restored to even more than what he had before. And, oh, hey, man, yeah, I'm, I'll come hang out with you again. That's how I read that at first. Yeah. It does seem like they're only showing up when he's at his high point. Yeah, yeah. It's like probably they, they might have been under the impression of like these other three that came to him that he had done something, something bad, yeah, done I'm, something wrong, and they didn't want to associate with them. Which I mean, yeah. they're fair weather friends, I guess, but they didn't want to. They didn't want to get caught up in it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if they really think that, I mean, we do the same thing, right? If somebody's doing something we don't agree with. Whatever it is, we're not going to go with them and support them in that. Right. We're going to keep yeah. our distance. Now, I don't think that's really what I think it's probably that what Fano just said because they come and you know they bring him money and a ring of gold, all this stuff. It, mm -hmm. But when I first read that, I was like, and these guys are fair weather people, they're right. just down probably, your I mean, I mean, fear, I mean, yeah, everything got taken from them, right. I mean, yeah, kids died and everything. I don't so want to stay in thing, any of I mean, his I mean, houses. That's, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's the way I, I was. And then the Lord blessed. This is verse twelve. Blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning. Fourteen thousand sheep, six thousand camels, a thousand yoke of oxen, a thousand female donkeys. He had also seven sons and three daughters. And it names the three daughters, which is a little um, uh, different. Because normally, you know, the lineage goes through the, the males, but it, it names his three daughters. Uh, and all in the land, in all the land, there were no women as beautiful as Job's daughters. And their father gave them an inheritance among their brothers. So 10 other children, just like he had before. Verse 16, Job lived 140 years. After this, Job lived 140 years. So lived, greatest man in the East, had it all taken away, gets restored, and lives 140 Did it years. ever say how old he was during that time, like during this time when it happened? Did not. I didn't think, though. Did not. He was old didn't enough to have so. 10 kids, I can tell you that. Yeah. But uh, lived 140 years after this and saw his sons and his son's sons for four generations. Wow. Job died an old man and full of days. I did a little bit of math on this last part here. Four generations. So you have Job and then son, 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 son. Four generations. Yep. The math checks out. If they were 30 years old each, that's 120 years. Yeah. When yeah. you get to those four generations, Job's got 20 years to spare. So math checks out on that one. Nice. I don't know how old they were, but if they were 30 years old when they had their kids... <laughs> Still works out. <laughs> Job could have seen the fo the fourth generation to twenty years old. Yeah. In my thirty year example, don't don't take those numbers to <laughs> be anything sad. other than a proven a theory here. They are not true numbers. <laughs> Good disclaimer. Bam. The words of Job like, have ended. Oh my Job. God, it's done. All forty two chapters. All forty two chapters. It was a road. What's forty two divided by nine? That's a, that's like five chapters almost on average. Yeah. yeah. That's all right. Yeah. I'll take that. It was good. It was good. It's great. It was I mean, there's a lot of stuff in there that I had heard of Job and 
thought I knew about Joe, but just going verse by verse was it was it was good. It was good for me. Hopefully, it was good for everybody else. But oh, I love really jumping good. and getting getting the full detail of what really happened. Good. In different Based, perspectives, yeah. not just exactly. our three, just Amanda's yeah. and Zach. Well, that's, Ty, I was gonna say it's been fun Brandon. having other people, yeah. like every episode, I mean, having different was, people in. It's good. Definitely been good conversation. We don't have the answers to all the questions we have, but you know what? We never will till we get to heaven. <laughs> Absolutely. And then I don't even know. Then who knows? We might not even think about these same things. But probably be irrelevant once we get there. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as long as uh, you know. Just like these three knuckleheads, I get the final <laughs> approval from God. Be like, look, you, you weren't doing what's right, but here's the steps. Come on in. I'll be all right. Amanda, thank you for coming on. Thank Thanks you. Yes. Me. I'm very sorry that we have waited so long to have you back. That's my bad. I should have asked right. you. I mean, you had to wait like 70 episodes. I apologize. Yeah. We won't wait so long before we have you back again. It's worth the wait. I love the book of Job and everything <laughs> it teaches us. So Absolutely. Yes. And uh, I, I don't know if she's going to like me sharing this, but Amanda had a little beef with the way Zach called her out an episode <laughs> or two ago. I thought she was going to speak up like early in the episode and <laughs> say something about it. I decided that I was going to do what Job's friends should have done no. and just sit silently. I wrote no. it. So, I wrote it. That's, that's right. good. That's I'm going to learn my lesson from... <laughs> we don't see this very often with him, okay? Yeah. We need to hear it. No. That's this is real life growth right here. Take this example Amanda's laying <laughs> down, everybody. Because she is living it out. <laughs> she would not challenge people like we would. She, she's learned. <laughs> well, Miss Amanda is going to send us home with a Bible verse today. So a lot of the book of Job is hard for us to understand, um, but it, a lot of things God also does not owe us an explanation. Um, and there's, he's revealed just enough for us for what we need, what we need to know. So Deuteronomy 29, 29 says the secret things belong to the Lord, our God, but the things that are revealed belong to us and to our children forever that we may do all of the words of the law. There it is. Cannot wow. think of a better way to wrap up the book of Job study. So yeah. Good. So good. Very good. We hope that you all have enjoyed going along the, along this uh, study with us, that you've yeah. gotten something out of it like we have gone a little deeper or gone a lot deeper in, in my own case. Yeah. And not studied the book of Job in this detail at all. So good stuff. We will do this again with an, another book. We've already been discussing it. So uh, Fano said Psalms. <laughs> <laughs> That will not be the next one we do. Just kidding. That he did will not. not be the next one. It will be a shorter uh, book the next yeah, one we do. Yeah. Ron was swinging for the fences whenever no. he offered up Job. We jumped straight in the deep end on this one. But yeah. it was very good. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be sick for a few weeks <laughs> if we do that one. If there's a book of the Bible you'd like us to go through, send it to us. Mailroom at gps2guide.com. Send it to us on Instagram or uh, through the website. But... Uh, we have one in mind. Do we want to tease it or no? No. No? All no, right. No. He said no. We're just going to leave that hanging. No, you don't know no. what it is. Not but even a pause. Just leave no. it hanging. We, we got one in the pipeline. Got a couple uh, new people coming on here shortly. Next week, no idea what we're bringing to you, but we'll bring something. <laughs> we're glad you're here. You know we love you. God loves you more. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to GPS to God. Make sure you leave a rating or review on whichever app you happen to use. Also find us on YouTube and be sure to subscribe to our channel.